0: Welcome to the Nicole Mason Show, an empowering and encouraging safe space featuring trailblazing women offering strategies for success, tips on how to deal with microaggressions, understanding unconscious bias, and advice on how to rise above the fray with excellence. Get ready to show up great, speak up with confidence, and stand out with courage. And now, here's your host, Dr. Nicole Mason.
1: Hello and welcome to The Nicole Mason Show, the show where we are uplifting women, showcasing powerful, trailblazing women who have strategies, information about how you too can be victorious in life business, and career. And today, I am so extremely excited about my guest, and I want to read just a little bit of her bio because she is a powerhouse, and I know she has so much to offer, and I want to spend our time hearing from her. But let me introduce you to Dr. Jennifer Jones Bryant, who is the executive founder of Reaching Within an Empowerment Journey, LLC, multi-best selling and international best-selling author, multi-award winning certified life coach, career strategist, mentor, adjunct instructor, and international empowerment speaker. Dr. Jennifer Jones Bryant was fatherless during her childhood. She spent her teenage years caring for her mother, who was mentally ill when Dr. Bryant's only sibling was incarcerated. After going through sexual assault and domestic abuse through her- throughout her early 20s and later dealing with the loss of all her loved ones that left her deeply depressed. Dr. Bryant looked past her challenging beginnings and reached within herself and relied on faith to find strength. As a transformational leader, She has since spent her life helping others find and grow their inner strength to accelerate to the next level in their careers. Her 33-year career and executive level experience with the federal government and corporate spanned many functional areas, including budget and finance, human resources, procurement coordination, logistical support, strategic planning, strategic communication, and diversity inclusion and belonging and on and on and on this bio goes so I want you to hear from her let me welcome Dr. Jennifer Jones Bryant to the Nicole Mason
0: show welcome Dr. Bryant thank you thank you so much for having me it is an absolute honor to come on your show today Well, thank
1: you so much. And I want to jump right in because there is so much ground for us to cover. And um, you are such a powerful woman. And, you know, I know that many times people look at your success and sometimes they just think you just have arrived. But you and I both know that there is always a backstory behind someone who is super successful, such as yourself. So I want to just talk and ask you to just share a little bit little bit about who is Dr. Jennifer Jones Bryant?
0: Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I always talk about people see your end state, they see your now, but they don't, they haven't seen the process to get to the now. And so um, I am victorious. I am Mm. unashamed. I am confident. And I am walking in what, what God has for me. And so I am a mother of two beautiful daughters, um, mm-hmm. as well as being remarried and, um, that brought on a blended family. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I have a big old dog as well. I like, to throw, <laughs> I, I keep saying, he's still a puppy y'all. He's a hundred uh-huh. pounds. He's still oh a puppy. Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we cannot forget the fur babies. We cannot forget them.
0: <laughs> we can't forget them. Yeah. Yes, yes. So you know um i tell you at the age of 17 my life changed um it was never the same and mm-hmm. as a senior in high school i had to deal with leaving home quickly because in the middle of the night my mom threw bullets against my locked door and threatened to kill me if mm-hmm. i tried to poison her again because she was so des- um, delusional mm-hmm. and that's only that was the highest peak of fear you know, cause there were other stories during my senior year, but that was it. That was mm-hmm. the pivotal, priv- pivotal moment that changed my life. And I left and I I escaped, but I wanted to be nearby. So mm-hmm. I went downstairs to my neighbor's house. Um, someone who I saw as a father figure. And I didn't know that wasn't a good decision on my part because mm-hmm. my only brother was incarcerated during the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, that ended up being, in you know, a, a, a attempt a sexual attempt sure. there, and and I said no, I can't stay here, and and I escaped and and left that situation and went to go live with one of my aunties. So I then began to to be in survival mode. Um, Nicole, I need, I I I was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. So my anxieties were high. I was getting calls about her but I knew that life was better for me. Mm-hmm. She had a fifth grade education and I wanted to be a first generation college graduate. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, there's better for me. And so um, I use this quote all the time. You've probably seen it on social media. You are interviewing every day, mm-hmm. whether you realize it or not. So 18, riding a subway, on a way to a job fair, met a lady. She, she said, you know, where are you going? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I told her when I got to my stop, I was going to the job fair. She said, don't go any further. You are hired. So wow. that was a life lesson for me that you are interviewing every day, whether it's a formal setting or not. And so with that being said, that's you know, I, I focused on trying to do better in my career. I got mentors along the way to help me um to help me in my developmental growth areas and opportunities and remaining open um to that feedback. But in the backdrop, Nicole, in the backdrop, I was in so yeah. much pain because yeah. seeing my mom go through what she was going through and then having to deal with, you know, younger youth, as you said, in early (laughs) twenties, two different relationships. It wasn't from my first husband, but two different relationships where, you know, it was domestic abuse Mm involved. And so leaving those relationships, but still trying to show up at work. Great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Show up. Great. You know, yeah, still trying to show up great, but I was in so much pain and fast forward over 10 years ago, I lost my mom suddenly. Mm -hmm. Um, and um she she died from choking aspiration <clears throat> while eating. And wow. then um and I thought she probably would pass from something else with you know having mental illness and other health situations. And then a few years later, my brother at the age of 49 um died within 30 days. And wow. it was sudden. And 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 so I said, God, you left me here for a reason. And <laughs> and I'm gonna trust you as to what that reason is. And you're going to guide me to where I need to go. So I could no longer, I had to get released from that pain. And part of my release was to start sharing my story, right? Mm-hmm. Of how I've overcome and the process that it took to go through it. It was a lot of life lessons, Nicole, a lot. Well, let me
1: tell you, I have to, I have to take you back because I'm still in awe of, the lady saying you're hired because you and I as women of faith know that that was just not a coincidence. And, you know, I I really also want to stop and just pause for a moment because, We came up in a time where people were not as comfortable as they are today. And even still today, there's still some stigma around mental illness. And so having dealt with that, you know, having to deal with that, uh, let me just ask you, you know, did you have any assistance from any other family members, you know, trying to deal with your mom's
0: mental illness during that time? I'm so glad that you raised that question. Um, no. And so my, um, bonus dad, who's, who's, you know, he's been in my life since I was five. They Mm -hmm. got remarried about the time of of when I was uh, a senior, he didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So he relied upon me. And so one thing about me, anyone who knows me, I will figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so I had to get beyond myself and my own ego and say, I need help. And I start learning about the system. I wrote my um, local congressional person to show what was going on. Mm -hmm. How do I get help? Um, And so I ended up having to go down to the court system and make that plea for her to get picked up. Mm-hmm. And explaining what was happening where people felt, you know, I felt at risk for my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was a horrible, horrible experience because if you're, if you know anything about this experience, the sheriff department, they send somebody out to pick them up and they locked, you know, they locked her up with handcuffs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They threw with handcuffs, put her in. The, and it was painful. I was like 17. I was like, how could I have done this to my mind? I kept saying it's for my best. But the yeah. other piece about the family part, I had a lot of anger. Yeah, yeah. I said, How can y'all let me go? But, but, but God said, mm-hmm. you know, when I got older and matured, not only as through age, but also through, you know, my relationship with Him. He said they weren't in a space and place mm-hmm. to help because they didn't understand it, so they feared it.
1: Yeah. 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 And let me just ask you before we go back to, you know, this angel saying you're hired, but let me just ask you, how has that experience impacted your work today?
0: Oh my gosh, that experience um, impacted my work in terms of how I explain leadership Mm -hmm. and how it's important to humanize rel- um, leadership and make it relational and, and know that people have things outside of work <laughs> that could uh, impact their professional lives and why there's an, it's important to be there for your employees, for your associates, and by God, for yourself. Uh And so I tapped into the employee assistance program through different times through my career and they had showed up for me. So, um, that's that that's my response to that yeah
1: that's powerful that's really really powerful and you know you talked about your brother and you know just ha- just grieving and you know during this time around the holiday season it can be very very difficult for oh people God, yes. you know I know for myself personally so how were you able to navigate during the that time when when it first happened until you you know could really wrap a, wrap your arms around you know your you had to move on uh, after so much loss.
0: So, um, it wasn't like, uh, let's see, because immediately after my brother passed, I my 18 year marriage ended, so mm. that was another pain I had to go through. Mm-hmm. So, um, I realized one day as I was sitting on the couch, and I remember the day very clearly. I was upstairs in my sitting room and all I was doing was crying, crying, crying. Now, this cry seemed different than the other cries that I had going to work and from work. This mm-hmm. cry was, was more of transformational where I was reaching within myself. And I reached out to my friends, close friend and family and said, I need help. Mm-hmm. I think I'm depressed. I am going to go see someone. Mm -hmm. because it was different behaviors that was showing up sleeping all the time didn't want to be engaged with my children crying all the time emotional eating just it was just a whole host of different things work was not on par according to the way I like it it wasn't on par like I would like and so um, and I had other people depending on me overseeing you know a huge budget lots Mm -hmm. of people working for me so I went and saw a a psychiatrist and a therapist and I'm not ashamed to say, okay, I had to go on medicine for a little bit, right? Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. there was a chemical imbalance, but it, it, it was so relieving for me. So for a psychiatrist and therapist to say to me, you have gone through trauma. Yes. No one had ever told me that. Yeah. You have had multiple traumas in your life. And I can't believe that you are still standing here. You know, sitting here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girl, that's that's powerful. powerful. Mm -hmm.
1: And, and, you know, and let me just say too, you know, my mantra in life, and I have encouraged so many other women, you know, to seek out counseling. My mantra is counseling plus Jesus equals you can't go wrong. And so, (laughs) you know, to have you just to talk about, Having the courage to say that I need help is just powerful, you know. Particularly for those who are listening, and I to want you to talk about, you know, just this powerful career that you that you ultimately have had and continue to have uh, in a different space. Talk about how you went from you're hired on the subway because that's an, that was an angel. Uh, that you know started you on the trajectory all the way up to the senior levels uh, in 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 the workplace.
0: So I will tell you, um, when I got that opportunity, I didn't go to any, I don't recall going to anybody else's table. <laughs> I just signed my name on that list. And then I showed up and I showed up with the spirit of learning. I was younger, like I said. And so I came with attitude because I was still dealing with my personal yeah. issues. I was defensive. I was protective. I had the fight or flight situation <sighs> going on. So you couldn't say nothing wrong to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I had, uh, you know, um, uh, informal mentors who came and helped me. But yes, mm-hmm. I rose. And, and I think others saw in me that there was a story that was there. Because in that same government building where I was a clerk typist, at night, I will put my hair in a ponytail, mm-hmm. take off them clothes, those, mm-hmm. those you know, dress clothes, mm-hmm. put on my little sweats, and I was cleaning toilets in that same building. Wow. And- and executives were seeing that, right? And they were like, weren't you just over? Yes, you know, smiling. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. doing what I need to do. And then one day an executive said, look, I got some overtime in my office. Why don't you come on over there? And Nicole, you're going to know all about this when I say this. will not you come over there and help me put some, um, destroy some documents and put them in the burn bag. will not you come and rip them up, put them in the burn bag. So wow. I said- I said, okay, you know, that's time, double time or do- time and a half. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then guess what that led to? When an opening came available, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he said to me, you've proven yourself here. Yeah. I need you to apply for this position, this promotion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and go through the process. And I already felt like he was going to hire me, but I needed to go through the process. And then that's how my career pretty much has been is that I opened myself up and was vulnerable to my supervisors. This is what's going on in my home life. And I just want to tell I mean, I had to get all the gory details. Sure. But I, I did that. And they were so supportive. And then once I opened up my mouth and said, I would like to go to school too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I waited when I was halfway through my bachelor's, right? Yeah, And they said, we'll take care of the second half of your bachelor's. And the mm-hmm. way we framed it was professional development. So I sure, made classes, sure aligned with my job. That's <laughs> then... right, that's right, that's <laughs> and, right. And then my master's, they took care of all the classes except two And further that, they sent me to American University to the executive leadership program and then other, you know, OPM um, type of program. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I've had great supporters. I've had good supervisors and I've had not so great supervisors, but there were lessons learned in all of that. And so so to have retired from the federal government before the (laughs) age of 50, I'll take it and get my pension to go. I'll take
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really, really powerful. So many different things, Um, you know, but, you know, the time is always escaping when we are having a great conversation. But I want you to talk about one or two strategies for people who are listening and just really trying to figure out how they can advance in their careers. You know, uh, and what I hear, though, is also the hand of God that has been on your life, you know, but some strategies that people can uh, implement. And then I want you to talk about your company and the work that you're doing.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. So what I will say is um, get out of your own way. And what I mean by that, remove fear. One of the strategies that I did um, when I first came in the government is I observed And I observed like, okay, I know I don't want to stay as clerk typist forever. And there's nothing wrong with that profession, but I knew what I wanted for myself. And so I saw a gentleman who was sitting in a job that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so I don't be afraid to say, hey, can I pull up with you or, or or sit down with you, meet up with you for Mm -hmm. 15 minutes over coffee, whatever, virtual coffee, Cause I want to learn more about how did you, you know, get to your position and what type of training and education did you get? And, and the gentleman obliged me. So I, I continued that over the last couple of decades in my years, you know, in my career. So definitely do that, right? Don't, don't be afraid to ask others about how they got there and what it uh-huh. took to get there. The other piece, which I've talked throughout this interview is get mentors Uh you know get mentors inside outside or whatever you know there are pros and cons to mentors but I'm a huge proponent of it because they can help you see your blind spots Uh they can share their own experiences of what they've gone through in their life lessons and um how they managed to do it so those are two things that I would say
1: Yeah. And that's really powerful. And, you know, mentors also speak your name in rooms that you're not in. They can be your
0: sponsors too, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. So tell, uh, tell me a little bit about your company
0: and what you do. Sure. And it's interesting because everything I told you about my life and career, I took all of that when my brother passed away and I told you there's something more in life. And God said, This is what you need. You need to help others with their careers who may have overcome, need to overcome personal challenges. So that's Mm -hmm. why I really focus on my clients' personal, like what's going on with you, because that can spill over into their professional. So Mm -hmm. I help um, mid-level women um, accelerate to the next level in their careers, whether it's promotion, whether it's um, transitioning to a new career or just showing up greater, in their current um, role. So that's what I've been doing. And during this pandemic, I've been on the mission in terms of getting people back to work and yeah. all of that. And, and God is amazing. So I was able to help and provide resources to over 100 people. My goal was 100, yeah. but it was over 100 or something people through various ways of doing that.
1: That is awesome and phenomenal. Just so awesome. Uh, And so I have to tell you um, that I'm really excited about all of this great work that you're doing and you continue to do. And you have gotten so many awards, Uh, most recently a Trailblaze Award for your work in diversity, inclusion, and belonging. Uh, tell,
0: Tell us why that work is so important to you. Oh my goodness. That work is so important to me because um, I saw my mom struggle, if, you know, with a fifth grade education and having to leave school to help her parents, you know, in terms of sharecropping and, and other mm-hmm. things in the South mm-hmm. and um, life it, it's it's about being inclusive, right? And, and understanding that di- diverse diversity is out there, but it's also diverse mindset and thought uh-huh.
1: processes, right?
0: Uh-huh. And so I've seen how it shows up in a workplace. Like I told you, I was in a government nearly 31 years. Uh-huh. I felt like I couldn't really show up as my th- authentic self. Um, uh-huh. So my mindset has shifted and it's good for others to see leaders who are showing up as their authentic self, no matter what environment they are in, that they have courageous leadership to speak up for others. And Mm -hmm. that's what's important, that quiet voice that's in the room, making sure that there's a voice that's there and that we are not all alike, but we have to respect. I believe in respecting one another Mm -hmm. and knowing that, that they belong.
1: Yeah, that's really, really powerful. That's powerful. And so I have to ask you, like I ask all of my guests, when you hear the term show up great, what does that mean to you? What kind of feeling did you get? You know, when someone says, I'm going to show up great.
0: Oh, wow. So look, great is relative, just like mm-hmm. success is relative. It's all in how you define it. When I say show up great, I'm saying show up as your authentic self. Mm -hmm. unashamed unapologetic and confidently so Mm -hmm. go out there and be bold and be courageous in whatever you do yeah uh and that's powerful so how can people get in contact with you they can certainly follow me on social media as dr jennifer bryant And um, my website is ReachingWithinEmpowerment.com. And I also have a Facebook group, Reaching Within Empowerment Journey.
1: That's awesome. Now, um, as we begin to wrap up, do you have any activities that you are working on? Any initiatives that you uh, have coming up that we can share with the
0: audience? Oh, that will be great. Um, So I have a leadership mentoring circle. Um, mm-hmm. Interest meeting that's happening on Saturday, November 13 at noon. My first cohort has already gone through. It's a four-month program, but we only meet once a month because the rest of the month you are doing the work. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm having an interest meeting, thirty minutes. Like I said, I, I respect people's time. So that's what's upcoming for me. Um, And and right now I'm just out here just trying to make impacts. You know, yeah. making impacts.
1: Yeah, that's really awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to share your heart, share strategies, uh, and to let people know of the great work that you're doing, because you're definitely doing some very powerful and some great work. And thank you so much for joining us on The Nicole Mason Show. And until next time, thank you for tuning in to The Nicole Mason Show.
0: You've been listening to The Nicole Mason Show with Dr. Nicole Mason, an empowering and encouraging safe space featuring trailblazing women offering strategies for success. For more information, visit thenicolemasonshow.com or click on programs at dcradio.gov.